Shut up and sit down. And the bells will toll, and the time will be told. It's episode 51 of Third Shift. Hello, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Eric. And as always, today with me is Matt. But you know what? Today's a special day. It's a very special day in the neighborhood. It's our 51st episode, and therefore it is our freaking one year anniversary. That's right. We've been podcasting for a whole year. I'm so excited. It's been a long road. Matt, to kick things off, let's keep it traditional and just say, hey, how's this week been for you? How's all the whole knowing that you did something cool for a whole year and survived <laughs> vibe been going for you? Well, that part's been pretty cool. You know, oh, man, all the memories flood back. Like, oh, man, that was cool. That was cool. That was really sad. Oh, we got really grumpy over that. Oh, man. Just a whole roller coaster ride of emotions. It's been great. As far as real world goes, work sucks. I mean, what are you going to say? That's what I say every week, so I'm just not going to go into it too much. Aside from that, been playing some Steins Gate Zero, trying to get to more endings of that i got the bad ending and then i was like all right i'll just buzz through and get the rest of the endings and then the rest of the endings involved like twice to three times more as the bad ending did and i was like oh no this is gonna take a long time i'm nowhere near done unfortunate yes unfortunate that i can't finish it off and check it off with the platinum but also fortunate in that it is still a great game still love all the characters still a lot of fun finished up the steins gate anime last night that was fantastic anybody who likes time travel and paradoxes and all that kind of stuff really go check that out it's like 24 episodes it is up for free on youtube funimation has it up on their channel both dubbed and subtitled been playing some overwatch been playing a little bit of battleborn and that's pretty much it for me i guess i'm trying to think not much else went on what about you dude well i've been prepping for vacation sir we're going to the great outdoors we're going to the up we're traveling all the way up all the way over And all the way back on down through the west side, back home again. Are you going to hike for like 16 miles in the Porcupine Mountains? No, we're driving (laughs) to all the good scenic views this time. Nice. So it's going to be all the fun, none of the work. But you got to admit, that was a lot of fun. That was fun. My favorite moment still stands. There's two of them. There's three of them, actually, now that you've mentioned it. Get to the top of Government Mountain or Government Peak and realizing there was literally nothing it was a crappy old tower with nothing to see because it was surrounded by trees just trees you could just trees couldn't even see a valley couldn't even see anything no no lookout whatsoever so completely terrible yep secondly when you of course didn't properly hydrate and eat of course and then at the very end you're standing there going i did hydrate but i didn't eat is (laughs) what it was because i i'm i was the one who had like 18 (laughs) bottles of water with him you were the one who was Mm. gonna die you're like if it's just if this hill isn't the last one i'm probably gonna just keel over and die because i I just drank my last sip of water (laughs) and then i didn't eat my cliff bars as we're going (laughs) I was just like, That's true. Go, you go, never go. munched on those clip bars. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the kids who wouldn't let us camp in the campsites. <laughs> that was Because they all wanted to have sex and, you and know, get drugs. high and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was great. One other favorite moment was that <laughs> after that 16-mile hike, we finally found a campsite, and we built that fire just in dead silence. And you ate your Vienna sausages, <laughs> and I ate my meat stick and Cliff Bar, and we just sat there looking at our sad fire and looking at each other with just not anger, but like disappointment and like depression in our hearts. Just ah, uh, 
this was supposed to be fun. It was way too much work. This sucks, <laughs> and I'm tired, <laughs> and I don't, I don't even have the energy to speak. I'm just going to eat, and I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we bit off way more than we could chew on that trip. <laughs> That's all right. You live and you learn. But I got the family with me in tow, so we're just going to be driving all to the pretty scenic spots, hopping out, taking the little quarter-mile hikes, if even that, yeah, to yeah. the beautiful views and the nice luncheon, little spots, all that good stuff. So we've been getting around for that, prepping, making sure all the hotels are ready to go, all the stops are, you know, picked out and whatnot. Cool. And uh, game-wise, Until Dawn was free for this month, so I picked that up, got into that. I am awesomely failing, murdering, <laughs> all my characters are all dying. Pretty cool. My two favorites are still alive, so happy about that. Mm. We'll see where that goes. Obviously, a little bit of Battleborn, some Overwatch in there, and that's about it. I Need to get back to some persona. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just been busy, busy week, rocking and rolling. Beyond that, just here, man, here with this episode, going holy freaking moly, we did it. So that's it for us individually this week. Also, as a group this week, we did IG2G number 10. Pretty fun episode, pretty smooth sailing on that one. We didn't manage to jinx ourselves when we talked about it last week. No, we did fine. I liked it. I thought it was a good episode. It had some good stuff up on there. Yep. I kind of feel like we're like starting to find where we're at with things and picking the games that are newer, but stuff we're comfortable with. Yeah. So I like it. I can, I, I can dig it, man. Definitely. Coming up next week, we don't have anything. No Talented Tuesday art competitions or anything. But as always, if you guys want to challenge us, hit us up on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the any kind of way you can contact us, challenge us with your own art, and we'll respond with our stuff. And then also this week, we got shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel. Man, both of them is beautiful. Yeah, they dropped one just tonight as we're recording this. I say it every time. Hit up the Twitter, hit up the forums, hit up your preferred shift code provider and go grab those up. Heck yeah. Speaking of which, we need to be getting in that Borderlands again. I keep saying it. One of these days. You keep saying that, and I keep saying I'm going to upload to YouTube. So I don't know that either one of those is ever going to happen. <laughs> well, it will once we actually get info on Borderlands 3, and then the hype starts rolling, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'll be what pushes that uh, mountain of snow over the side. Yeah, definitely. I agree Gets everything that. rolling on it. But until then, I'll just keep dreaming. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sounds good, dude. As far as wrapping up the official news, the official Gearbox stuff, this week they dropped a new free rotation, of course. We've got Beatrix, Marquis, Boulder, Ernest, Caldarius, and Shane and Oryx. Kind of a strange lineup in my opinion. What do you think about this one? I'm in the same boat. I was looking at that one and I'm like, where's your healer? Yeah. There's no healer. You got people who can self-heal if you pick the proper you know, uh, helix choices. Yeah, yeah. But there's no legitimate healer. So I'm like, okay, well... You got yourself Beatrix, who's great at crowd control, you know, taking over some cool positioning, helping out teammates, obviously. You got Ernest, who's king at standing in a spot, keeping the enemy from moving forward, whilst your other team goes in, picks them apart, and finishes the job. Caldarius, a nice little pusher, someone to get in there, irritate, bother. Shane and Oryx is probably your only real, like, forward melee, and even Shane and Oryx isn't really supposed to be that. I mean, you got Boulder, obviously your tank, but... You have two tanky melees. Mm-hmm. Boulder can be your super tank, and... Shane and Orcs and then be Shane and Orcs be more your melee combat. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely an odd lineup. I enjoy the characters themselves. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like Beatrix is a ton of fun. Obviously, I've been playing a ton of Fat Chicken lately. Mm-hmm. I like the characters. I think people are going to have some fun with them. Anyway, I didn't even mention Marquis. Yeah, you know, but I mean, it's obvious he snipes. That's what he's good for. He stays in the back. You have kind of a sniper duel thing with B and Key, which I thought was a little mm-hmm. weird. Kind of like two snipers, but you can play Beatrix more aggressively you can almost play her like an oscar mike put your stuff on yourself and then 
just laying mm-hmm. down rapid fire. And she does have more support capabilities too, just because of the yeah, yeah. Uh, the fulmination and all that other good stuff. Whereas Marquis is literally a sniper for the most part. The only thing I can think of as to why you wouldn't have a healer here is, I mean, Boulder is invincible. Let's just face it. You know, you could never kill a Boulder. Shane and Oryx is pretty tanky, and then she's got the invisible dash out. The ability to get out. And then Ernest, you don't really go forward with Ernest. Caldarius is pretty mobile, so maybe that's wise. You have some people with some escape or some control or some tankiness, and then your B and key are going to sit in the back and, you know, do their thing. You always do need a healer, but maybe with this lineup you don't need it as much. Although that Caldarius, he would like to get some heals when he comes running back. For sure. I just have a feeling he's just going to have to obviously change the strat up yeah. and start RTB and returning to base there every time that happens and maybe that's their thinking here because that is a core mechanic of the game you do need to learn how to do that when you're damaged you need to go back to base or you need to go back to the supply station at least and that's something i think even to this day people overlook is those supply stations oh yeah getting the heels back going and and utilizing it I, i can't tell you how many times i've put one up and no one touches it just everybody RTBs or runs to Alani or whoever's out there healing. Or somebody will put it up to level one, then never level it up again. And so they'll be standing mm-hmm. there for like 30 seconds. Oh, I'm going to get myself <laughs> fully healed. And then I'm going to go over here and build up a turret that's going to get killed in two seconds because they're overrunning us because you sat back there for 30 seconds getting healed. Oh, my God. Exactly. <laughs> All them frustrations. I think it's a fun one. Yeah. It'll be interesting for sure. But the problem is, of course, since they mix everybody up, you never know who's in their new or not new. So. It's not like you'll actually be able to see like a case in point and match with all those actually particular characters unless you get together some friends and just do it for fun. Yeah, I don't think we've actually run into a team of all free people. I'm curious now. I started, part of me is like, you know, maybe we should like every week actually make one full team with the free rotation they offer. Yeah, that'd be nice. And see how it plays out and get a feel for it. So that way we're like, okay, you know, and then we really understand the pros and cons. But that's something to think about. Maybe we'll uh, start pulling that off every week. Give us a nice little mission to go to. What else did they do? That's it for the news, dude. I mean... Jesus, man. It was just so fast. It's like lightning. <laughs> well, obviously, they didn't have a battle plan this week. It's the off week. Yep. So beyond that, nothing much happened other than that. I didn't see any big tweets or posts from the man himself, Randy Pitchford, or for that matter, any of the devs really posting anything up that's you know was pertinent to Gearbox. I think I saw a couple sale tweets or posts, but... I think they expire on the day that this comes out. Well, with that being said, I guess we're going to move right on in and just, you know, have a little fun, kick back a bit, and just enjoy this episode. Heck yeah. Nothing serious, nothing big. Might be long, might be short. Who knows? Who cares? Because you mm-hmm. know what? We made it. We survived one full year by we did. Yes, we did. So before we get too far in this... You know, we've done a lot of talking, you know, like, all right, we made it a year. What do we want to do? How do we want to roll out from here? So we're going to announce to you guys tonight, we thought it would be fitting, you know, the one-year anniversary, yep. and then boom, take you on this new path. We've had a lot of fun this year doing third shift, gearbox stuff, you know, all that, but we thought, you know what's missing out there? Is a hunting and fishing podcast. That's right. So we're like, how about we transfer third shift into a hunting and fishing podcast? And you know what? We're going to start with the great Midwest because, you know, we live in that proximity. So, you know, white-tailed deer, some bear hunting, obviously all bass fishing, big mouth, small mouth. You got northern, great northern pike. We're going to cover all sorts of ground here. And plus we figured, you know, we've got a lot of Midwest friends from the show, you know. Sean lives in Minnesota. We got uh, our buddy Hunter Cochran. He's in Vancouver, which I think is like Midwest, right? That's like right in the middle of Canada. Exactly. So we've got a lot of listeners already who I'm sure are interested in the hunting and fishing scenes. And it's something you don't see in podcasting at all. Yeah, that's true. So 
I was like, holy cow, we're going to be dipping into a niche, beautiful little spot where it's just all perfect white fluffy snow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're skiing and you get there early morning and no one's gone on the hills yet, oh, it's that. We're going to be the first down this hill. Oh, I can't wait. I figured every couple of weeks we'll have like a, you know, this is a hunting, fishing podcast. So we're, we're going outdoors. We have a little guest segment. We can finally bring some guests on the show. Our buddy Eric the Red from work, he loves kayaking. He's going all around mm-hmm. the place kayaking everywhere. We'll bring him on. He can talk about his favorite rivers, you know, his favorite like kayaking outings. I know he just went up to Traverse City with his girlfriend and did like a booze cruise on the river, going down to different breweries and stuff. He can tell you all about that. Well, I like where you're going to have an outdoors section of the podcast. Exactly. It's all about, and you know, we got another buddy, Shay, who all he ever does is go out solo hiking and the different trails and whatnot around Michigan area. That's true, yeah. So we thought, you know, well, obviously we're going to get some more ideas as we come along with this thing, but mm. we'll also talk about, ooh, another good idea for, uh, you know, favorite weapons for particular animals, good mm-hmm. setups, things you want to, you know, have out there if you're going to go for an all-day hunting trip or even an overnight you know, the different things you want to think about. Yeah, and see overnight what you're going to have in your pack, what kind of, you know, recommendations for, you know, tents and sleeping gear and tools and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If you want to raise uh, dogs for hunting, what's best for like rabbit hunting, pheasant, quail? Obviously, though, all that stuff will be in there. It's That's going to take a little bit of research because I've only ever had two hunting dogs in my lifetime. So it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm the, I'm the pro, go-to professional on it. But I do understand what it takes to train a dog for hunting. So that'll be a good start. I think this is going to be good. I'm I'm really looking forward to this, and I can't wait. I hope everybody who's been listening is prepared for the next adventure in Third Shift's life. Yeah, make sure you guys go, uh, you know, buy yourself a bow. Bow, crossbow, rifle, shotgun, um, even a muzzleloader. I really want to get into muzzleloading in this one because I feel it's a very overlooked sport, a lot of fun, and it's obviously really good because the season, since there's so few people who do it, the woods are open for you. I hope you guys are going to join us on this adventure. We're thinking about like third shift into the wild as a working title, something like that. That's not, actually not bad. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, if you guys like that, we hope you stick with us into the future here because, man, it's got great things coming. <laughs> no, I'm just going to sit inside and play my video <laughs> games, Eric. <laughs> you know, you can put uh, Skype on your phone. You can take it out in the woods and we could do the show uh, from the woods. <laughs> Matt, I'm out here right now. I'm hunting black bears. Dude, Matt, shut up. Don't don't be so loud. Don't talk, dude. They're, don't talk. Oh, you spooked a deer. Damn it. You idiot. <laughs> I almost had him. Matt, that's, that's a grizzly. Matt, don't do anything. Hey, Eric, is that a grizzly bear? <laughs> Damn it, Matt. No. <laughs> I'm going to fight him, Matt. I'm going to fight him. Holy Jesus. He's actually doing it, guys. He's fighting. Oh, he's losing. Put oh, your phone Jesus. up in the corner. Mount it to the wall. Let me watch. Let me watch. <laughs> he lost his arm. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't say oh, it's terrible. He's still like, fighting. <laughs> He's still fighting. <laughs> You'd be like that guy from Nintendo Power playing Battleborn with your toes from then on. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, uh, so, yes, of course, we're not going into the wilds, or at least I'm not. Eric. Eric's going into the wilds this weekend. That's sort right. Of. The wilds of the hotels. Exactly. (laughs) Beautiful hotel rooms with, you know, high-speed internet and everything else. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. It's just a matter of time before the forests have high-speed internet anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's true. I mean, with Verizon, you can get pretty good coverage almost everywhere. Mm So, yeah, that's... You just made made me sad with that. (laughs) 
You'll never be away ever. Oh. Well, Matt doesn't want to do it, you guys. So, unfortunately, I guess Into the Wild's going to be put on the back burner. Well, hey, maybe we'll go between the ropes and you can start watching wrestling. We'll turn it into a wrestling podcast. Oh, you know, I'll watch some wrestling again. There we I used go. to be a wrestling fanatic back in the day. <laughs> Shoot. I don't uh, take too, the only thing that scared me away from getting back into wrestling again was the mm. fact that the dang episodes are like two hours long. Oh yeah, I, I, two, I don't have two hours. One's three hours long, so there you go. So, that's <laughs> the. I'm like, how did I ever watch this in the past? I don't remember ever having to sit down for that long. Because you were always free, or you were a kid and just went, "Oh look, matches on! Ha ha, cool! All right, here comes somebody you don't care about. All right, game well, away. it makes sense in the Marine Corps. Obviously, you get out of work and. Yeah, there you go. Be in my barracks room. What am I? I don't care what time is. Time doesn't matter. You know, you mm. just sit there until the next day. Drink beers and just <laughs> drink waste beer time. and watch. Oh, wrestling, sweet. Mm. Oh, good excuse to drink even more beers and fight with your friends. This is going to be great. <laughs> oh, that's that's right. You guys had the wrestling championship. Yes, I was the uh, I was the lightweight champion, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that belt to this day. <laughs> Oh, man, God, those days are long gone. But, of course, we're just staying this regular old third shift with our you know, our side podcast, IG2G. Going to keep on rolling, keep bringing you guys good info, good fun. And last week, we told you guys, hey, next week's the big episode, man. That's right. And we said, hey, submit your best moments, your favorite moments from Gearbox or favorite moments from the show, mm-hmm. questions, all that good stuff. And we got some freaking feedback. So, of course, you know what, before we get into kind of our own little worlds and heads, we'll go ahead and post up a couple of these and talk about them a bit. That's right. All right. First one, I think we're going to go with our buddy Jozo's, at Jozo's on Twitter, because he submitted a little bit of feedback with a mailbag question. So here we go. He says, hi, Third Shift peeps. Hope Quarter and Madness is finished with. It is, finally. Thank God. I just wanted to submit a mailbag question and congratulate you all on your 50th episode. It's an awesome achievement, and it's been a pleasure listening all this time. Well, thanks, Joe. Thank you, Joe. We love having you aboard, man. That's right. I love checking out your MLB stats and posts all the time. You're a maniac. You're a freaking maniac. <laughs> Nobody loves the New England Patriots like you do, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Next up, we got some favorite moments from our buddy Steve Cadwallader at Code Cadwallader on Twitter. He says, favorite moments are canoe trips to Conjecture Land. I'm cautiously optimistic those are always a good time. Winky face. Oh, those canoe trips. Beautiful conjecture <laughs> land. I think we've been so wrong in all of them. It's just beyond ridiculous. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think the only ones we were maybe close with was our last ones with Sean. Mm-hmm. We said supercharged, so we got supercharged, so mm-hmm. we were right on that. Although that wasn't really much conjecture. And then everything else we were wrong on. <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't. And <laughs> no, I enjoy Conjecture Land. Even to yeah. this day, I still love going there. Mm. Even though, like I said, we're heinously wrong most of the time. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, I can't get my head synced around Gearbox's <laughs> methods of mayhem and madness. The saying's been around forever. Hey, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Apparently, two broken clocks are right never a day. That's right. That's yep. so... <laughs> But yeah, I agree. It's always fun. I like brainstorming. I like dreaming of what could happen, what's to come. And even when we are wrong, it's it's always fun during the episode 
because you'll say something that'll spark me. I'll say something that'll spark you. That's always super fun, even if it's not full-on conjecture land. Exactly. And we're actually going to be doing it again pretty soon because, you know, PAX West is around the corner. That's right. What would the show be without having its next conjecture land about what's going to be announced or said at PAX West? I can't <laughs> I can't wait oh, to do man. this and be horribly wrong yet again. The oars are ready. They're sitting right here over my shoulder. I got them pinned up to the wall. Uh, I can't wait. I just And then I want to look at the first year and see how heinously wrong we were for that one. <laughs> and then just compare and see how heinously wrong for this one. Mm. It's going to be great. And it's becoming like my shining moment for Conjecture Land. <laughs> yes. How far off were we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. All right, our next piece of feedback comes from our buddy Sean Haggerty at 10K Beers on Twitter. He says, well, 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 boys and girls, congratulations on one year of podcasting glory. It's been a fun trip to take with you. Thanks for all the great show moments over the course of the year with both of the shows. My favorite moment comes from episode 24, as you guys recalled the story of how you were forced to listen to Howard vomiting through his headset. But my favorite episode was number 43, the Cleese Deep Dive episode. Your special guest host seemed very knowledgeable and sounded supremely sexy. Time for Joe Zos or Hunter Cochran to come up to bat. Anyways, as always, keep up the great work. I know it's not easy, and cheers to many future episodes. Thank you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. We appreciate that, buddy. Makes me so happy. And as to what you're talking about, I don't recall. Did we ever have a guest? Didn't we have Danny on one time? Yeah, Danny was on. I guess he thought she sounded really sexy. That's kind of, yeah. hey, man. I mean, if you guys want to, you can DM each other for that stuff. That's Yeah, don't involve us. We're not We're not the love triangle or whatever that show was back in the day. You remember the love that? connection. Love With connection. With Wick Martindale, baby. Oh, I used to watch yeah. that all the time as a kid when I didn't really get it all that much. Uh-huh. I mean, I knew what was going on, but it's one of those, oh, why do people God. watch this? Oh, well, it's got neon colors and Wink Martindale's mm-hmm. a charismatic guy. This is weird. Ha, 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 ha. Jeez, old Pete's. So, you know, that was a great episode. Obviously, besides Danny, that was our first, like, legit guest individual we've had beyond yeah. somebody we know personally in our real life here mm-hmm. in Michigan, I should say, because we played with a ton. Of, well, we played a ton with Sean Sen, so, yeah. you know, it's definitely more natural nowadays. But uh, you are right. It is time for Joe Zos or Hunter Cochran. And mm-hmm. in fact, you know, hey, that might be around the corner soon, you may think. We're looking for a couple more guests coming up throughout the year. Having Sean on was a great time. Having Danny on was a great time, too. I like having a guest and having, you know, another personality to kick stuff around with. Them actually giving ideas that I didn't already know was going to happen. Because, let's be honest, you know, I talk to you all the time, Mm -hmm. so I pretty much know what you're going to say to an extent. We know each other's modes of thinking and or, hey, look, it's a deep dive episode. I wonder which way Eric goes when he plays this character. Hmm, I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's nice having that fresh perspective, and then it gives you that opportunity to be like, oh my God, I totally didn't think about that. Sweet. Mm -hmm. And then you get a whole new vibe going, popping in maybe some fresh ideas you weren't going to talk about or think about. Yep. It was pretty nice, and we intend to do it some more, so definitely stay tuned for the future on that subject. Mm. But vomiting is the key here. (laughs) When you play with a man and make him vomit, that's a special moment in life. That was fantastic. Uh, I still, oh, what I should do, nobody knows this because I only shared it with the third shift group, but after the incident occurred and we talked about it on the podcast i drew up an idea for a new third shift shirt because we have our own third shift shirts that we made or had made i should say but i was like oh here's a new idea for a third shift shirt and i drew up a little picture 
of that scenario. So I need to take a picture of that, put that up on Instagram, and have Danny tweet it out from the show account. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I'm 100% sure I still have that sitting on a piece of paper somewhere. Look out for more info on Vomiting Howard from episode, what was it? He said 43, 24? Episode 24. 24. God, it's just hard to believe that was that long ago. I know. it's It was half the show ago. That's insane. That is just insane. Yeah. I feel like that was just yesterday. But we do give Howard a ton of crap for never playing ever, so it's, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> I do indeed miss that day. It was hilarious, and it will live mm. in my memory forever for sure. Oh, yeah. And I'm glad that we portrayed it well enough on the podcast for mm. it to live on in some other people's memories as well. Yes, absolutely. That's one favorite moment that you and I and all of our listeners share, and even Howard shares, I'm sure. So what about some other favorite moments? You got anything? Well, I'll pop one up that's real easy, real easy. I've, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show before. You know, There's too many starting to blend in. Mm-hmm. But it's our very first episode that we did. Yeah. When we set up those two Funko Pops, and we were mm-hmm. at your house, we had our laptop set up on the computer, you could see we were both like having not actually shaking like visibly jitters, <laughs> but you could sense the tension in oh, the yeah. room. Like, oh my god, I'm I gotta get on this microphone and not be stupid and be able to talk for a certain amount of time and then mm-hmm. and then we gotta post it and people are gonna hear it. Oh, it's gonna be oh my god, I don't know what to do. And you could just see it. Then we were both like, All right, we gotta stop. Let's take a couple shots of Jim Beam. And it'll be fine. It's going to be great. We're going to have a great time. That was the best part is because we took our shots and then we took so long to do the show, to (laughs) do that like two-minute episode. Two minutes. That it all wore off by that time because we were trying to get it perfect. We're trying to hit everything right, hit all the marks, make it so nobody had to edit anything. And it was just like a a full-hour operation for like three minutes of content. It was more. It was an hour and a half. Yeah. Hour and a half because I told my wife, I said... I'll be home within like 45 minutes to an hour, tops. I said, we need to go record a little five-minute intro, and then we're out. (laughs) And I got home way later than that, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, well, yeah, it was a lot harder than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, plus the whole beauty of just like, oh, yeah, we'll get the microphones, we'll sit across from each other, it'll be fine. And then we're listening back to the tracks we recorded, Mm -hmm. and it was both of our voices on both of them. And then even when we went to your house, all right, I'm going to set up way across the room. You're going to set up on this side of the room. And it was still the exact same thing. (laughs) And then, of course, learning later that you got to actually get the equipment to plug them into the same unit, which already automatically distributes the sound Mm -hmm. for you and takes care of that. But we didn't have the money for that. So we said, to hell with that. (laughs) We're going going to Skype. We're staying home. Jumping back to our official first episode, which is our second recording session. That was another one where it should have taken an hour, and it took, I think, two, because I came over to your house that time, Mm -hmm. and we had it all set up. You had your table set up. We tried it there. It didn't work. I set up across the bar. That didn't work. We grabbed the table and moved it into your workout room and put blankets and all kinds of sound buffers all around. That didn't work, but we just did it anyway, because at that point, it was like... Got to do something. Yeah, we got to do it. (laughs) It's got to be out in a week. just, Just do it. Just do it. It was so that was so stressful, and then of course after that first one, the little six minute one, uh-huh. I, all through my head I was like, "We got to try to make this thing go for thirty minutes." Uh-huh. Yeah, that was. Oh terrifying. my god, are we gonna just fail and be idiots right from the word go? Oh, this is are we, we're gonna have to tell Danny. Oh, we're gonna put it off for another week and another yeah. week and another week. 
until it's just forgotten and we all just walk away in shame uh, and, and forget about it. And then nobody even knows what third shift is. <laughs> Although hey. that was the thing is because she put pressure on us. She said, because she tweeted at Gearbox saying, hey, or no, it was when we did our little video. She said, mm-hmm. hey, we're doing the Gearbox podcast and Gearbox actually responded to it. So it was like, oh no, ticking clock. Oh, that's right. Because they said, make sure you let us know next week when you post your first episode. Uh huh. And we were like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, that was awesome! Uh, and here we are. We did it. Mm-hmm. Whole year later, still rocking and rolling. So yes, yeah. that's obviously that's going to be one of my favorite memories because you know it's one of the first memories of this existing mm-hmm. beyond just you know trifle talk and BSing about it. Yeah, yeah. I've I've talked before. I think about how the initial brainstorming sessions and initial putting stuff together sessions, how fun that was, and that was one of my favorite memories. I think we did that in the you know, our year-end show from last year. So I'm going to take you guys behind the scenes a little bit. And I don't know if I should talk about this, but I'm going to do it anyway because it's one of my favorite moments, my favorite memories. I was very proud of myself when this happened. But as you know, we used to be a team of four people. Me, you, (laughs) Danny, and Player X. And Player X was our audio editing guy. And, you know, you'd hear him going, oh, man, this is really hard, guys. Oh, gosh, can't you get me the show sooner? And we'd say, no, because we've got to do the battle plan. Blah, 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 blah. So I could... I could feel it wearing on him. And I was like, man, you know, I, and I told you literally in person, I said, you know, I think he's got about four episodes left in him. Yeah, four episodes. That's exactly what it was. Yep. And then he's going to kick off. And so exactly two episodes later, he said, hey, guys, I'm putting in my two-week notice as audio editor. It was a great time, blah, blah, blah. And I went, <laughs> it was perfect. Got it in one. Wasn't even off by a single oh, episode. It was, it was amazing. That was magical. I, I I almost thought that was some kind of like, you know, conspiracy theory going on. Like he'd already talked to you and told you, and then you were just trying to be cool with me, you know, like, no way, man. Hey, prepping me in some cool fashion. I'm like, but even though I, well, we talked about it and I knew he was going too, but I gave it, what did I give it? I gave it two months, didn't I? I think you gave it like five or six weeks. You gave it a little bit longer anyway. Yeah, I know I gave it a little bit longer, longer. I think it was almost, yeah, it was six weeks to two months. And you totally just nailed it on the head. <laughs> and I just remember when he put that post up in our little uh, private you know, blog thing, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, what the hell, damn it. And then I just visualized <laughs> Matt's head just getting, you know, ten times bigger. Oh, yeah. That, w- that was the best day. I think <laughs> I, I threw like, my arms up in the air. I was at home going, yes, aha, I did it. Uh, you did it. You <laughs> predicted the death of one of our teammates. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it was a bad thing, but it was so much fun. Hey, if we got to go, go with a smile, right? That's Come right. On. Hey, the Joker would have loved it. Exactly. Loved it that way. And it was inevitable. We knew it was coming, so it wasn't like heartbreaking. And, yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, no. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely a memory. God bless. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Another moment in time is a very strange moment in time for me because yeah. we've done a year of episodes now. A lot of things have kind of just jumbled together, moments in time, all that good stuff. I remember during an episode, and this was probably midway through, you know, it was before the interview, I believe. Oh, so yeah, you're well talking before. our first you're talking about our first twenty episodes. And I don't remember what we were talking about anymore. But I remember me and you just off the rails laughing. Yes. I mean, to the point of tears, couldn't put together sentences. Mm-hmm. 
barely could just get the show figured out because we just kept dying in it. Uh-huh. And then, of course, we send it over to Danny, and immediately, you know, she's like, what in the hell are you guys giving me here? I've got mm-hmm. literally 10 minutes of laugh track sitting here. <laughs> and she, of course, cleaned it up, cut it all out, yeah, and put the episode together in a normal fashion. And to this day, I don't remember what we were laughing at, but I remember that being probably the happiest moment of my third shift career thus far. Mm-hmm. And the saddest part is I don't remember what joke or what issue we were talking about that had me going. This whole time we've been talking about it behind the scenes. You're talking about it on the air. I have like snippets of words from you in my head in the middle of us laughing that sparked us off laughing even more but I can't figure out what those words were. I don't remember what it was that set it off. I remember us doing crazy voices in the middle of Mm -hmm. it for something. (laughs) I don't know whose voice it was or what we were talking about. Uh, It's terrible. It's terrible, man. (laughs) And I, well, Danny might have the episode still. I don't know if she keeps all the, you know, the raw cuts and raw stuff. I thought she did. So she might be able to dig that one out of, out of the bunker. But yeah, I have no clue. I just remember sitting there. It, it was in my old setup too when I was out in the uh, in the main room over there, just dying laughing, almost falling out of the chair looking at you with your crazy just like ridiculous oh, laughing face God. on. Both Beat of us red just, face, tears oh, yeah. coming out of my eyes. Just oh, going absolutely just, nuts. I thought I it was one of those moments where I almost got to the point where I think I'd lost my mind again. Mhm. And, uh, you know, I've been to that, obviously I say again, I've been to that point before where I was gone and I was so close to that again. Mm -hmm. And I'm, oh, so awesome. You know, (laughs) I I don't lose my mind too much, but when I do, it's just that Uh. beautiful step out of yourself moment. It was almost right there Mm -hmm. over some dumb, goofy issue we were talking about. (laughs) So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of my favorite moments from the show also come from stuff that eventually got cut. Because it's, it's been so much fun, you know, working as a team here. When Danny was pr- the primary editor, we would say a lot of stuff just to make her laugh or stuff, that, you know, that jokes that she would get that would get cut out of the show. I do it a lot, too, still now. You and I will be bantering back and forth. We'll say something regarding some issue that we've got with the show or with this or that and just laugh, and it'll end up getting cut because it's an inside joke, you know, whatever. One of my favorite moments, actually, it's it's two moments, but it's the same thing. Recently, and I'm not going to go into details, we were all in kind of negative moods about something that had happened, and every now and then I would bring it up during the show, and it would get cut out. But there were two times, I think once I introduced a topic, then mentioned the issue that we were having, and you totally spaced out on what it was, on what the topic was, you went, oh, man, I... I don't even remember what we're talking about because I'm sad now. <laughs> and once it was a mailbag question because I said, blah, 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 whatever the question was. And then I went, rah, 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 whatever the thing was that we were talking about. And you went, oh, I did, you, you got to say it again because I didn't even pay attention because I was so sad. <laughs> I was like, yes, it was two weeks in a row that I did it. <laughs> it's just like I broke you so much that you couldn't even focus on what the show was. I just what- kept trying. I just kept trying. And you're just like, no, Eric, you're coming down to this hellhole with me. <laughs> I want to climb out, man. You, pop, you popped out. your whack-a-bole head up, and I went, mallet, bam, uh, get back yes, down there with me. Indeed, indeed you did. 
Goodness gracious. Oh, those were good times. <laughs> Everybody enjoy the fact that, you know, there's obviously off-air stuff we do and, and talk about, and God bless. Yes, yeah. it's, sometimes it's a chore, you know, and obviously working as a team, some have off days, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. one 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 of us is like, hey, I'm rocking and rolling, and the other guy's like, I have this, I'm done, man, I don't want to do it. Mm. And then you're like, oh, come on, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Which is fun because we've both done it. We both no show way. up. Hey, dude, you ready for this? I guess. Uh, I don't know. I didn't even. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. I'll do it. It's like, oh, oh no. Because when it's your turn, it's like, oh, crap. Oh, no. Come on, guy. Hey. Yep, we got to put him on my back. We got to carry him. Let's go. Uh-huh. All right. Marching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good time. But the, you know, the bottom line is we're still here. So kudos to us. Kudos to all three of us Heck yeah. for staying alive, being here. You know, one of our teammates is little on a little break right now, but you know, I yeah. guess a baby, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. Hey, third shift has been her baby longer than that other baby has been her yeah, baby. Yeah, I know. So. This baby should be more important. I don't understand. Sheesh. <laughs> this baby brings entertainment and knowledge. That other baby brings like poop, poop and vomit. Pee and, and vomit. Yeah. And crying sure. and sleeplessness. Yeah. <laughs> why why would you choose that baby? Why would you choose that baby? <laughs> awesome. Plus this baby has fans. Nobody's a fan of that other baby. Oh wait, no, it's that's not yeah, right. that's I'm sorry, not Danny. Right. I oh, hey, that's not true. Now when she goes back to editing the show, it'll be hey, everything that Matt says that's stupid, that's getting left in because he's a jerk and he hates my That'd baby. That'd be great. That'd be great. No, no, I, no. I'd love a break. That's not it's it's <laughs> an official editing rules. It says anything that it's makes Eric look dumb. Eric. Yes. Keep it. Stamp. Well, I trust me, I know that because everybody's like, "Hey, Eric, dummy!" Oh man, you say that's even in one of our reviews on iTunes. Hey, mm-hmm. Eric's wild and crazy and stupid, and Matt's the grounding force. Yes, and I'm like, that's because they make it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you don't understand, damn it! <laughs> it's all a trick. It's a pile of trick, I tell you. <laughs> no, it's not. In real life, it's that way too. No, Come it's on. not. No. Yes, it is. I'm stupid, but not stupid. Gee. <laughs> Some of the other moments that are really freaking cool have been every time Gearbox themselves have interacted with us. As we've already mentioned, the time when Danny posted that, hey, we're going to do a third shift Gearbox podcast. And they were mm. like, hey, that's awesome. Let us know when your first episode comes out so we can totally check it out. That obviously was super stressful, but awesome at the same time. Yep. And then, after we did a couple episodes, I think it was two or three, wasn't it? I think it was episode three that they put up, yeah. They went ahead and threw us in the battle plan. And I was on my way to Alaska at the time, if any of you listeners remember. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting to get on different plane flights, and I'm seeing all these messages going back and forth from the team, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're up on the battle plan. Yay, cool, awesome. And I'm like, yes, this is great. We got we, we landed, and I went you know, running to my wife. I'm like, look at look at they they posted us in the in the battle plan. It's awesome. Uh-huh. So it's moments like that where they've recognized us. Oh, they did that stream to help the kids and all that. Yeah, did the stream and Joe was on there and he totally you know was like, hey, you know, third shift, cool guys, and you know we threw a few bucks you know to help the children out, all that mm-hmm. good stuff for a good cause, and totally was like, hey, third shift, great guys. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, it's just gratifying to know that they actually do listen. It's like, you know, we're just a tiny podcast. We got a small, cool following. Yeah. And and I can dig it. You know, obviously, if I didn't dig it, we wouldn't be doing it. But, uh, you know, I can totally dig it. And it's great that they actually pay attention. And, you know, hey, you guys are there doing your thing. Cool. We like that. Mm-hmm. 
it feels good. And then more recently, they were like, hey, you know, we, we heard on one of your episodes you wanted some Bulletstorm shirts. And we're like, cool, that'd be great, guys. So they totally hooked it up. And, you know, when they get here, I can't wait to put it on. We'll post some pictures up. It'll be like, Heck oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're totally sporting some Bulletstorm shirts. Mm-hmm. It'd be great. I can't wait for it. What about you? Yeah, I love any time that they're interacting with us. And speaking of interacting with us, I've said it before, one of the things I love most is when we're getting messages from the fans. we got a few diehards who are usually the ones who retweet us or send us mailbag questions. I love that. People across the world, across the country, are interacting with us. And we got it from day one. I mean, when Gearbox retweeted our very first episode, that's when Sean jumped on board. He said, hey, guys, you know, great, great job. You know, don't worry about the flubs. It sounded perfect to me. It was great. And then, you know, slowly starting to see more people regularly interacting with us. Then when we put the Patreon up and got people donating to that, it's flattering. It's humbling. It's... I was going to say humbling is definitely the word. Yeah. Especially in the part of the Patreon you know, when yeah. you got an individual who's like, hey, you know, here's a buck, here's two bucks, three bucks, whatever it is, as mm. I always say in my little mantra at the end of every episode, I I can't stress enough, I do understand what money is, yeah. you know, and how important money is. So it's just fantastic and just super humbling to know that we've got, you know, individuals who are willing to throw a few bucks our way once in a while to support us and keep us rolling and, you know, motivated and keeping the equipment going, blah, 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 all that good stuff. It's one of those scenarios where I say it all the time, but I actually mean it. But, of yeah. course, I say it in joking fashion because it's a ton of fun that way. Without the fans, without the listeners, whatever you want to call them, you know, there's nothing here. Yeah. So it means everything that we've got, you know, the following we do and the people listening and paying attention. And we love the interaction. Yeah. Just Absolutely. love it. So the more people who want to get on board with just anything and all things, you know, corresponding, you know, mailbox questions, comments, we feed off that. And mm-hmm. plus, you guys can give us great ideas to talk about for future episodes. So, you know, things like that helps us. And ultimately, it's going to help you because then we have new things to talk about, more things to talk about, the motivation to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win scenario, and you can't live in a podcast, streaming world, any of that without you know, the listeners, the people who follow you and say, hey, I like what these dudes, gals, whoever are doing. And speaking of the fans and Gearbox actually hooking us up with stuff, I do want to reiterate that we do have the Kelvin Matter and Form cyber skin mm-hmm. for you guys. I'll just run through the shift code real quick again in case you missed it in episode 50. Grab your pens. It's SKK33J6BZ655WJH. XC6J3FJRHW. And that expires next week on the 21st, so make sure you guys grab that up. And another thing we want to give back to the fans, they hooked us up with a shift code for a Magnus Loot Pack. Last week we told you guys, retweet the show, share it on Facebook, give us mailbag questions, give us your favorite moments. A bunch of people did jump in on that, and I tallied everybody up, assigned a different number to each person's name, grabbed up a random number generator to decide the winner, and the winner... It's our buddy Sean Haggerty. So congratulations, Sean. I will have either myself or Danny DM you the shift code for that Magnus Loot Pack after we record this, after the show is done. That's going to expire again on the 21st, so make sure you go ahead and pop that in as soon as you get it. Congratulations, buddy. Oh, we hope you enjoy that pack, and obviously thank you to Gearbox for giving us that pack to give to you for yes, our one-year anniversary, because without them, we wouldn't have had anything, and that would have made me sad and tears and all the other stuff. So definitely, once again, that falls back on Gearbox being cool. 
and saying, hey, no, we like what you're doing. Here's some cool stuff for you. Keep it going. We look forward to hearing from you in the future. And before we move on from, of course, getting a hold of your Kelvin Form and Matter awesome skin, you guys would all be proud of me. No. I went on. I don't believe and it. I I put in that code, and I have Kelvin's Form and Matter skin. Oh, my goodness. I did it. I know. The man who always goes, yeah, code, I should do that, and I never do. Mm-hmm. I did it. You know why? Because... By God's, it's our code, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If you don't, ro- if you don't roll around to let us in use that it. skin. <laughs> uh, it would be a sad day to uh, roll, not have a skin that Gearbox actually let us use for the show. That would be, I'd be unforgivable. So yeah. I do have it. And once again, thank you, Gearbox. You guys rock. We appreciate yep. the hell out of it. And, you know, Matt shot me down for my end of the wild third shift thing. <laughs> so we're going to be here for another year, rock and rolling, having some conjecture land stuff going on, probably making all sorts of false prophecies, but that's what I've been about my whole life is false prophecy. So <laughs> That's very true. So speaking of the future and going forward, we got a special mailbag question here from our buddy Steve Cadwallader. Before we get into it, I do want to say thank you to everybody who did add in some new mailbag questions. We got a nice little batch of them right now to be going through for the next few weeks. And yeah, hell yeah, let's get on, dude. Ding a dong, I hear the mailbag, Mr. Matt. Ooh, boy, <laughs> could you read me that wonderful question? This mailbag question comes to us from our buddy Steve Cadwallader at Code Cadwallader on Twitter. He asks, Have you looked at Fortnite anymore? And if so, what do you think? Well, that's a fantastic question, Steve. We have looked at it more, we have thought about it more. We're leaning into the territory of checking it out, but you know what? I think ultimately. I think it's best to ask the listeners and Gearbox if they're listening as well. Yeah. Now, the reasoning I say this is because Gearbox is in charge of the distribution of the physical copies. Yeah. So they're involved with Fortnite. So technically, we should, right? I, I would think. But on the same token, it's Epic who made the game. So it's not technically a Gearbox title. Whereas, like you all, you could say Bulletstorm wasn't either. But they were the full publisher of that. They was fully published by Gearbox. So therefore, I think it definitely classifies as a Gearbox game, something we need to cover and pay attention to. Right. So this one has been more argued and talked about amongst us, you know, whether we should cover it or whether we shouldn't cover it or maybe just do a tertiary cover of it. You know, and these games are money, so that's always obviously a factor, time, that kind of stuff, whether it's actually relevant to a Gearbox podcast. We've talked about it too extensively and come into the middle ground. So I'd like some feedback, honestly, from listeners out there. If Gearbox is listening, throw us feedback, whether that's something you think we should cover, talk about, whether you'd want us to have that on a Gearbox podcast. What do you guys think? Should we go ahead and buy this game, cover it, check it out, and start talking about it on future episodes for as long as it's you know fun, relevant? Let us know, because I'm game. Matt's game, if there's interest, obviously. I think we're definitely leaning towards the go ahead and do it because why not? It'll be another fun game. It's got Gearbox ties, even though it's not 100% Gearbox. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think, if you guys would be interested in hearing more about that. You know, if it's something that interests you guys, we'll definitely grab it up and play it and talk about it. And For sure. Let us know, and you can do that via email at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and you can find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Heck yeah, and we've also got a Patreon out there, which I talked about a little bit earlier. If you guys want to go over there and you like what you hear, we treat it like a tip jar. If you want to leave a dollar in there and say, hey, you guys did a great episode, you were funny, or whatever it is, Awesome. If you want to leave $10, $100, hey, leave $6,000 in there for us. That'd be fantastic. (laughs) 
pay for a new computer. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Super duper. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but, but, you know, and while we're on the subject of Patreons, I want to go ahead and thank, you know, some of our current Patreons because mm-hmm. you guys have been treating us like kings and we appreciate it very much yeah. as we appreciate all of our listeners, but especially you guys because you are the true, the true hardcore, the dedicated, <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You got Steve Cadwaller out there. You got Stupendous. You've got Sean Haggerty, our old buddy. And you've got Jozo's. You guys are the best. We appreciate you all the way down to our core, our little our little dark black fibers hearts. That's we right. appreciate you all the way down to there. You know, and anybody else out there who just listens, gives us comments, feedback, we appreciate you guys too. Mm-hmm. We love everybody. Can't wait to keep going forward in the next year of this show and hope it's just as great as the first one or better. That'd be great. Fantastic. <laughs> Heck yeah, it would. <laughs> and of course, as always, this show drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 21st of July for our very next episode. And you can find those episodes on iTunes, on Stitcher, and on Podbean. And if you like what we do, please give us a rating, a review, or a comment on any one of those services because it helps us out, and we really do appreciate it. Heck yeah, we do. That five-star on iTunes, man. We've talked about it a billion times, Matt. Five stars equals someone gets to live. Because every time you don't go rate a podcast... That's I'm not I'm not leaving that in the show. No. It has to happen, man. Because the sad king didn't work. No, I'm not I'm not behind that. No, no. <laughs> Please, that's, that's not that does, that's not working. Fine. Matt won't let me say what I was gonna say about the five stars on iTunes, everybody. It's that graphic. So just let it be said that it's important. It's very important that you rate us five stars on iTunes because well, I can't say because Matt censored me. So See, just let it be said. There's set. another it's fun important. moment that's cut from the show. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you guys were here live in my in my house, sitting there on my dirty couch, you would know. But you don't. That's, just don't know. What that's happened. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that pretty much wraps up our first year anniversary episode. Unless you got anything else, Eric. I do, actually. I want to thank everybody one last time. Okay. We appreciate you having here. We appreciate Gearbox for the support you've given us. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to you know get a hold of them shirts. It's going to be freaking awesome. I'm going to rock that sucker till it's all faded and grubby and dirty and stinks, and then I'll burn it, and we'll have like a little eulogy for it. It'll be awesome. Viking funeral for your shirt. That's right. Hey, man. It'll be the first time in my life I've gotten like free digs from something. You know? That'd be I cool. I know. Yeah. It's going to be a jam. But beyond that, once again, thanks, everybody, for the support. We're going to be here another year through hell, high water, rocking and rolling. Hopefully Gearbox has a lot in store for us. I know they've got Brothers in Arms brewing. They've got Borderlands 3 brewing. Who knows what else? Even if it's nothing else, that's enough. Trust me. I I can't even imagine what's going to happen once we get our hands on those games. But until then, if you guys want us to, we're going to have Fortnite, which looks like it's going to be a very interesting game. Could be a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. You may find out. But that is indeed all I have to say, man. Then I'm just going to say, don't forget forget to save. Shut up and sit down.